good and gracious God, we are present for you and for one another here tonight. We pray that we would recognize and sense and be encouraged by your presence here among us. For your presence, your patience, your faithfulness, we are grateful. And we thank you. Amen. Does attending an Ash Wednesday service make you a better Christian? It can. Otherwise, I'd say go home right now. Honestly, this worship service and having ashes imposed can make us better Christians. Or maybe I should say, attending this service, give yourselves credit, check, and having ashes imposed, almost check, can definitely help us follow Jesus better. So you might wonder why or how does that work? Because following Jesus is a way of life more than a list of things to do and a list of things not to do. And your being here in a church sanctuary on a Wednesday night in March indicates you are very likely into this following Jesus way of life thing. Meaning, you want it to make a difference in you. Now, I know I'm making a lot of presumptions there. I hope you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. I can't be sure that you're here because you want to make a difference in you. But we're going to proceed as though you are. It's because, full disclosure, I don't always go to this kind of service really expecting it to mean more or, frankly, to make a huge difference in my own life. I hope now that I've said that, it's okay to make that confession here. I was having this conversation with a friend several years ago now, um, a friend who did not grow up in a liturgical tradition, I might add, that, uh, and it was a little later in the year than this, we're talking about the various Holy Week services, and I was getting ready to, to conduct them, and this person said something like, I know those services mean a lot to you, to which my immediate internal-only answer was, you know, I hadn't thought of that. I hope that doesn't burst your bu bubble or make you wonder, what's he doing as a United Methodist pastor? if Holy Week services aren't important to him. I, I guess it's okay if you wonder that. But having these services is important to me. It's just not why we have them or why I participate in them. We have this service, and I participate because following Jesus is a way of life, and doing this, being here, participating in this service, helps me remember that following Jesus is a way of life. One important thing about this way of life is that not every part of it feels important all the time. I don't miss very many meals. I also don't find every specific meal all that important. But they're part of my way of life. I think it's kind of what Jesus was getting at in the gospel reading for this evening. Matthew chapter 6 is in the heart of the Sermon on the Mount, which is Matthew's crowning presentation of all of Jesus' teachings. And our reading, as you heard, starts out, warning us not to practice our piety before others. Do you wonder much if anyone driving by tonight will happen to notice that your car is here and say, well, looky there, and so-and-so is in church. Are you here just in case somebody might be doing that? You're not here so that someone sees you with ashes on your forehead after this, 
That might be something that somebody would go to a morning service on Ash Wednesday for, but it's already dark, and most of us, I'm guessing, are pretty much heading home from here. And I think even if you did receive the ashes earlier, you might have intended them to, to maybe help you open a conversation with somebody rather to impress people with your superior spirituality. And Jesus is really concerned about our motivation. That's clear in Matthew chapter 6. And we ought to be concerned with our own motivation. But I don't think we ought to be all that concerned. We ought to lose no sleep, in fact, over what we think other people's motivations are. Today's gospel reading is all about looking inward, looking at our own motivation for doing the things that we do, especially the religious things that we do. If our motivation is for others to see and know, then Jesus says, that's our reward. But if our motivation in these actions is to serve and bless God, then our reward is in heaven. So I want to make sure you know that when the Bible says something about heaven, when the Bible says anything about heaven, it's not just talking about some place where there's clouds to lie on and strum harps after you die. Heaven in the scriptures refer to anywhere God's reign is fully recognized. So heaven shows up here on earth. We do these religious things because we feel called, we feel drawn by God to express our thanks, our appreciation, our love, our gratitude, our desire to know God, to spend more time here and now aware of heaven showing up here on earth, in us and around us. So Ash Wednesday, it strikes me, may not feel like a time to focus on heaven. Because we're going to hear a lot in just a few minutes of from dust you have come to dust you shall return and repent and believe the gospel, neither of which are really heavenly sounding things. They are like Ash Wednesday is earthy because it, it's about earth. But remember, heaven isn't not earth. Heaven is where God's reign is fully recognized, even on earth. So remembering that you and I are of the earth can actually help us connect and become more aware of heaven right here in our midst if we can get the earth out of the way can you see heaven from here if heaven is wherever god's reign is fully recognized yes you can ash wednesday is the beginning of lent a season of preparation for the celebration of the resurrection of the defeat of death so what better way to prepare for the celebration of the defeat of death than to get in touch with the limits of our life. Raising our awareness of our own limitations actually helps us understand and appreciate what God has done and is doing and who God is all the more than we could otherwise. I hope, also in raising our expectation of our limits, that we also cut ourselves some slack. You are who you are, and God loves you exactly as you are. The way you were yesterday, the way you were last year, and every time in the past, and every day in the future, God loves you this way. Now, from dust we have come, to dust we shall return, and today in the midst of our awareness, thanks to our awareness, 
we can be aware of and appreciate God's grace for us and to us. This message is the first, really, in the I Will series. But it's really just an introduction to the series that starts in earnest on Sunday. The real body of the series begins, again, Sunday. And we will, I will worship, I will grow, I will serve, I will reach, I will give. Our word for today to match, worship, grow, serve, reach, and give, our word is vision. During this season of Lent, I want to invite you to catch some of God's vision for our church and for yourself and for those in our church with whom you feel close. We start with vision on Ash Wednesday because I believe seeing ourselves in our humanity actually helps us see God better. This service opens us to God's vision for us. And that's why I'm here. And I think that's at least part of why you're here. So whether you worship on Ash Wednesday out of a sense of duty or obligation or habit or need, be exactly who you are and welcome God to give you a glimpse of what God has for you, of the vision God has for you. In other words... From dust we have come, to dust we shall return, and repent and believe the gospel. Please pray with me. God, we are here tonight, together, with one another, with you appreciative of each other, appreciative of you and your vision for us. Help us, God, in our awareness of our limitations, of our humanity, to increase our awareness of you. Amen.